You've just you tuned just in to the in. most powerful yeah. channel on the planet, your brain. Get ready for the creative hour with your host, your host, Troy. Hey, welcome everybody to the creative hour. Thank you very much for joining us today. We're going to get into a couple of things that I wanted to address. One is, uh, people have asked me a lot, so Troy, why the podcast? What's, what's the deal with that? And uh, so I wanted to explain that a little bit. And then also, you know, I think uh, one of my favorite things to do is to pitch ideas or to tell people what I'm thinking about a creative process or maybe a new product or something that, uh, that I've been dreaming or, or kind of c- coming up with behind the scenes. And I love doing this because, one, uh, I love the look on people's faces when, you know, when, when they look at me like that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Or, two, I get the, the flip side of that, which is this enlightened look on their face like, oh, my God, that's the best thing I've ever heard. So, uh, you know, this going back to question number one, why the podcast? This is why the podcast, because... Uh, this is a medium where I get to share my thoughts, my uh, creative outlook on life, and I get to interview people that I deem as being creatives and that have either influenced me in some way or uh, sometimes just randomly random guests that uh, that I f- find very intriguing and very creative. So ultimately what the goal of the Creative Hour is is to inspire or encourage people to be more creative in their day-to-day routine, their day-to-day life. Um, I kind of see it as a life hack. In my world, I wake up every morning and the first thing I do is, what can I tweak today? What can I change? And what can I do today that's going to make tomorrow and five years and ten years down the road a better place? So with that being said, I'm going to jump into it. Um, Also, you know, as it states in the intro there the creative hour the most powerful channel on the planet with special guest your brain so what i'm saying it there is actually more of intentionally inviting you into this world to relax and to open up and to expand your creative horizons so whatever that may look like to you uh whether it's you know you're not happy with your situation in life or maybe you want to be more creative on a daily basis. Maybe you have goals or dreams or uh, processes that you want to entertain or you want to uh, kind of approach more on a realistic level and start putting things into action. That's all a creative process to me or for me. So that's what I encourage you guys to do. Today's topic is the 12 creative habits of successful entrepreneurs. Now, uh, I, I do consider myself an entrepreneur, but more so than that, uh, you know, I just had ideas and I've put them into action. So I had a concept or a dream or a business model, and then I just put it into action. And through that, I've come up with this list of things that I found to be the most creative habits that I've learned and that now I kind of do naturally, but I don't think this comes natural to most people. So, uh, that being said, 
hopefully this will be a list that you can kind of get something out of that you can squeeze the juice and, and use that in your waking life and to make more powerful, positive change in your life and hopefully more creative. The other reason that I came up with this list is I've grown, I've been fortunate enough to grow up with people who are very highly uh, successful entrepreneurs. And so that's really encouraged me to also make this list with the intention of one of these steps. I sit back and I take a look at people around me and I look at what's working for them. And I look at what are the, what exactly is it that they're doing on a day-to-day basis that creates success for them in their own life or in their own business or in their own uh, relationships. So that will tie into one of the steps as we go. But number one, continuous learning. So it's something that uh, just recently I read a quote from Mark Twain that says, I've never let schooling get in the way of my education. And of course, I laughed at that because that's kind of my whole history is that I've always seen that I don't have to go the traditional route to education. I, I always saw it as a point A to B, not a point A to B to C to D to E to, and then a huge, you know, uh, student loan at the end. Although I have been, uh, I have been on the flip side of that where I had a heavy duty student loan that I've paid off, but uh, that never kept me from learning and going directly to the source. And with today's technology, it's even more at our fingertips. So anything you want to know, just look it up. Uh, check out YouTube. Go to, Just do the research. Google. I don't know if you guys have heard of this massive uh, search library, basically, called Google, and it's free to check out. Uh, check it out. I encourage you. If you want to know how to start a company, if you want to know how to paint, if you want to know how to play a piano or an instrument, or if you want to know whatever it is you want to know, use the tools. There's tons of them out there, and it's never been as easy as it is today to find information that you can apply right away. So um, the step number one, continuously learning. That is a definite trait that I've seen um, entrepreneurs become just in their day-to-day habits, become successful. Number two, relentlessly pursue answers to challenges. Uh, I see, especially in the business world, especially when you're getting started, there's so many challenges and there's so many obstacles and there's so many, um, you know, speed bumps in the road. And the more that you pursue the answers to these challenges, the more that you kind of start innately being able to maneuver around them and through them with a lot less pain or a lot less discomfort, uh, you know, whether it be startup capital or whether it be, there's a lot of things that go on in just day-to-day life that uh, you're going to have challenges. You're going to have pushback. You're going to, whether it be from people or, you know, licensing or whatever it may be, uh, whether it's in your current job, you know, you might be having struggles with a boss or an employer or something, you know, these types of things. Uh, it's definitely a creative habit to get in touch with just the solution and not being in touch with the problem. So always look for that. That's what I constantly do. If I'm in a position where I, I think this isn't comfortable, you know, something's not happening, it's not working for me. Instead of sitting in that problem, I start 
automatically just looking to the solution or looking for the solution to those challenges. So that's number two. Number three, develop techniques to tune out naysayers. This is huge. Uh, this is a huge creative endeavor. All of these steps, they don't sound creative, but it's the way that you look at things in life that you can add your personal touch or your personal spin uh, onto these things. And, and this is a big one because starting out, uh, coming from a, a corporate kind of mindset, a corporate field, I had a, so many people around me were going, what are you doing? What are you, you know, why are you leaving this secure uh, twice a month paycheck? And it just wasn't enough for me. There was something that I had to do. There was, a, I just, I, I wasn't sure what it was, but I knew that I had more in me and I had more to do that was more directional for my course. And sitting behind a desk eight to 10 hours a day just wasn't cutting it. It wasn't my flavor. So, uh, I had all this pushback from people around me, including my family going, what, well, what's next? What are you doing? You know, what are you thinking? And I had to personally tune these people out. What I ended up doing is actually taking a lot of the negative stuff that I was getting and I would spin it into a positive. Well, what am I going to do? That's a great question. That's, that's, you know, that, that's an open-ended question. That's a very broad spectrum of, of answers that I can come up with. So I started looking at things differently and, and tuning out naysayers is huge because you'll never take that first step. You know, if I would have stopped, if I would have just stayed stuck where I was, I guarantee you, I would be just absolutely miserable right now. Um, not saying that day to day, I'm just overjoyed and joyous and just, you know, overly happy about things, but I can tell you, I have a lot more control over my destiny and where I see myself than I ever would have if I would have stuck around that kind of corporate world. So tuning out naysayers is definitely a technique and a creative habit that I, I encourage. Uh, number four, look for patterns that produce results. Just naturally, I look for patterns, whether it's verbal patterns or cues or day-to-day um, -day operations, you know, things that I see that... Uh, that produce results. I see certain actions or activities in other people where I, I can clearly see, wow, that's why that guy's so successful. He's, he's created this pattern and this routine that automatically creates results. There's just no way that he can not win with this particular routine. So and that works in everything really, you know, that, that, that can be a character trait that can be um, a process that can be, uh, you know, an idea. If you if you're great at coming up with ideas, you can turn that into a, a huge creative endeavor for yourself. You know, if you're great at pitching ideas or coming up with ideas as a team, or uh, you know, once you create these patterns and these habits and these rituals or routines, and you find out that they're actually creating success or creating some type of of uh, you know obvious structure, obvious um, gold in your hand <laughs> at the end of the day, that's what you want to do. So keep an eye out for routines. Keep an eye out for, and the more aware of these things that you are, the more that you're able to influence them or change them. So if you've got uh, routines or techniques 
or patterns that are negative, ultimately you can, once again, you can kind of steer around those things or you can change them. Ideally, you can change. That's what this is all about. You know, being creative for me, if I pick up a paintbrush and I'm looking at a blank canvas, I don't want that canvas to remain blank. Clearly, I'm changing it. So we all have that power within us. So pick up that paintbrush, dip it in the red, smear it on, you know, get crazy with it. Put a couple different colors on there. See what happens. It's this kind of natural willingness to and just being eager to create and kind of looking at it from a kid's mindset that is what's so enthusiastic for me or that's what where my passion gets stirred up is that I know that I have to create and through that when I start seeing these rituals or these patterns come about and I and I know that they're that they're healthy and that they're positive and that they're creating positive results that's what I look for that's what I try and attach myself to so uh, looking for patterns that produce results is number four number five constantly evaluating and tweaking your daily ritual or your daily routine this is uh it's it's key it's key to life you know we're not here to just do the same exact things to produce the same results every day if that was the case you'd still be sitting in a pile of shit in your diapers and saying goo goo gaga it's it's evolution it's human dna it's coded into us it's exactly what we are put here to do is constantly evaluate, constantly tweak, you know, uh, it's simple as don't touch that stove and then you do. Well, that clearly you're not going to make that same mistake the next day. And if you do, then there's some other problems that you should probably be addressing. But uh, number five, constantly evaluating and tweaking your daily routine. I personally, I like to change it up. So some days I get up, I get very kind of bored and, and when I know stuff is stagnant and routine to the point of, monot- you know, just monotonous, uh, robotic kind of behavior. That, that to me, I have to break out of that uh, kind of X-Men armor. That stuff is for other people. And I'm glad that there are people on this planet that can do it, but that's not me. So I like to change it up. There's days where I wake up and I do everything with my opposite good hand. So I'll, instead of using my right hand, I'll use my left hand to brush my teeth or comb my hair or, you know, I'll be in the shower. Instead of washing my hair first, I'll wash my feet first. Anything, I mean, seriously, anything to change up the routine and spice it up a little, that's what, that's where my creative, where my creativity speaks and that's where it really kicks in that's where I can punch it on overdrive I woke up this morning thinking man am I going to do the same thing no I wanted to change it up so uh, creating this list and sharing it with you is definitely a positive for me it's making me uh, it's totally changing my outlook on the rest of today so number five constantly evaluating and tweaking your daily routine number six limit liabilities and this comes in all shapes and sizes, my friends. This comes, I mean, this is from, you know, relationships to, um, you know, negative patterns, negative behaviors. Um, this can take all shapes and sizes, all forms of your daily existence, your daily life. Um, when you learn how to limit liabilities, you 
you do one of two things. One is you create different routes in your brain and different pathways, neurological pathways that actually increase in a particular change function. And you can, it's almost like hacking your brain. When you start just doing these things naturally, you're creating these pathways in your brain that you have to practice. It's like a muscle. You have to use these things. But when you're limiting liabilities in your life, whatever that may be, if it's a relationship that's not partic particularly what you're looking for, or it's you know a negative uh, job, a negative workplace, a negative situation, limit those things because you'd be surprised at how much energy you truly have if you're able to navigate around those things. Uh, your, your outlook and your creativity triple, at least, when you are able to step back from cert certain situations and look at them for what they are and really uh, analyze them and then take the positive and leave the negative and walk away. So limiting liabilities... Whatever those look like to you, we all have them, and uh, I'm sure that you can take a look at yourself realistically, analyze those things, and then find out how to limit those things as much as possible in your life. Uh, number seven, learn how to use your time wisely, especially downtime. This is a creative habit. This is, this is, you know, habits are built over time. It's not something that just comes naturally. I don't know what your habits are now. I know I've got uh, some negative characteristics, some negative traits. Some of you might know about these. Some of you may not. I tend to wear mine on my sleeve or on my cuffs. It doesn't matter to me. I, I find that the more that I am honest about who I am and what my... Uh, what my negative traits are, I'm easily, it, it helps me actually change those behaviors. So that works for me. But uh, when you learn how to use your time wisely, you become more efficient, you become more productive, you become more successful. It's just proven. It's just the way, it's the laws of nature. So learn how to use your time wisely. And I say especially downtime because that is actually the time that you can be most effective. So clearly, you know, if you're using your time wisely at work and you're doing a great job, well, that's at work. When you get out of that mode, um, and, and, you know, we all need breaks, and, we all, and we'll talk about that in a second, but um, you can still use that time effectively. If you've got a goal in mind or a challenge, let's say that uh, you want to learn music theory and you have an eight, you know, eight to five job. Well, there's downtimes in between that day that you can take and you can actually start reading about music theory. You know, you can start putting these things into works in this downtime. I know I used to smoke in the corporate world. Um, I, I tried to make it a point not to smoke in front of other people because I didn't like the way they looked at me or I didn't like the way maybe I judged myself for it. Uh, thank God I don't smoke anymore, so that's a whole nother endeavor. But uh, I had these pockets of downtime at work, and instead of using them creatively or effectively, I would go out and I would smoke a cigarette. Um, and it's one way to use your downtime. It's not, necess it's not necessarily going to produce results, but uh, it's you know where I was at the time. Um, 
Now I see these little pockets or gaps throughout the day, and I'm able to fill them with a creative challenge or a creative endeavor or something where I can learn more. I can gather more uh, uh, information that's going to make more sense or or better provide for me. Um, so definitely learn how to use your time wisely, but especially your downtime, because you'll find out that your downtime is when you build the most important things. Think about it. In your downtime, you probably build great relationships or relationships. Um, in your downtime is probably when you're, uh, you know, I don't know. Everyone has a different way of looking at downtime. But for me, it's that time where I get to kind of unplug. I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to. There's the the daily routine or the list that has to get done is kind of put on pause for a second. That's my downtime. And that's when I really start using it wisely. I start, okay, what did, what was it that I wanted to learn about? Or what was it, who was it I needed to catch up with? What was the, you know, I... And it sounds like it's productive time, which it is. I've learned how to turn it into that. But everyone's downtime's different. Uh, just learn how to use yours so it's most profitable as far as you're gaining something or you're growing something. Um, that, to me, is a creative endeavor. So then uh, takes us to number eight. Learn what recharges their batteries. So this probably, once again, downtime. Uh, one of the biggest successful traits that I've seen or successful habits that I've seen in entrepreneurs is they learn how to recharge their batteries. So for me, it's things like riding my motorcycle. It's, it's where it, it's kind of downtime. I kind of unplug, but I'm, I'm actually kind of zeroing out or kind of hitting the reset button. And for me, it's uh, things like playing music or picking up a guitar and just strumming it or getting on the motorcycle or getting on a skateboard and just rolling or just coasting. You know, um, I've been fortunate enough throughout this life that I I'm able to I, I know these things well, like these things have served they've served me so well and they help me get outside of myself. They help me um, not be so self saturated, I guess. So uh and they definitely recharge my batteries. I take them, you know, I could, throughout the day, I'll be busy and everything's go, 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 go. And then I take a motorcycle ride and for some reason, it's it hits the reset button every time. It's not even like I'm trying. It's just something that I know works for me. So find that reset button for yourself. Um, that's a definite creative endeavor. Like I said, some people, it's picking up a book and kind of zeroing out. Some people it's painting, some people it's playing music, uh, some people it's writing. Whatever it may be for you, find that thing. Because that, when you reset and you recharge your batteries, you're way more effective when you get back to the tasks at hand. So that's number eight. Uh, number nine, limit people drains. And this is a lot like limit liabilities, but people drains are can be anything from a a uh, relationship, a spouse, uh, you know, a business partner. Um, it, it's day-to-day -day interactions that we have, these day-to-day these -day interactions that you'll want to really, and this also goes back to um, number four, where you're looking for patterns that produce results. Well, if you've got people drains in your life and you've got 
you know, these kind of obstacles with people, you need to take a good look at that. Because once again, that's, I call them creativity sabotages. There's these moments in life where you'll have a relationship with someone and, or a friendship or something, and it's very draining. And that takes a lot out of you. That takes a lot of your creative. I think we're, every day we're given this reset on how much creativity we possess and we can output for that day. And when you have people drains, believe me, uh, that energy that's supposed to be used for this good stuff, this creative uh, go-get-it spirit is minimized. And it's unfortunate, but it does happen. So definitely keep an eye out for that. And, you know, they can be as people as close to us as our, our family. It could be people as far away as, you know, Bob the mail guy or whoever. So limit the people drains in your life. I guarantee you, you will have so much more creative power uh, to use. Number 10, surrounds themselves with like-minded, talented individuals. And in most cases, people that are smarter than you. Uh, this is huge. First off, where do you find these people? You can go to meetup groups. You can get on Google. I, you know, I personally, I, I kind of have a mentor list. I look at these, I do research and I find people that I find so interesting and captivating. And then I, I kind of choose, pick and choose what part of their success or what they do daily that makes them great. And then I borrow those things and I try and emulate those in my own life. Um, these, you know, I, the best thing I can say is find these people in your life. Find, surround yourself by these people because it challenges you to be your best. It challenges you to get smarter. It challenges you to be better. Let's say that uh, you've always wanted to play soccer and it, that in itself is a creative thing. You've got to learn how to manipulate the ball with your feet. You've got, you know, there's, it's, uh, there's definitely technical aspects of this. Let's say that that's what your goal is, is to learn to be a soccer player and be really good at it. You're, all, you're not going to go to people that are worse than you or people that have never kicked the ball around. You're clearly going to go to those people that have been in the arena, have been in the game, have... You know, you're going you're gonna to seek out these coaches and seek out these players, these teammates that are better than you. And you're going to learn their skills. You're going to learn their habits. You're going to learn what it is, uh, how to maneuver that ball so that you can get around an opponent and kick that goal or make that sweet-ass pass or whatever it may be. So surround yourself with like-minded individuals that have the same goals and ideals as yourself, um, more talented than you, and definitely look for experience because you want people around you that have that knowledge and have that experience of whatever it is that you're seeking at that time. You know, if, uh, I go back to smoking. So, uh, when I was a smoker, um, it was easy. You know, I would hang out with people that smoked more than me because I felt better about myself which is a very strange thing, you know, I know how the human brain works, but I would hang out with people that I knew smoked twice as much as me because it limited how bad I felt about myself for how much I actually smoked. So to get out of that, I had to hang around people that don't smoke and non-smokers and find out what is it that makes you not want to smoke? What is it that, you know, 
uh, and I had to change my brain. So I had to emulate certain things in, that I saw in other people in these routines, once again, going back to the list, that produced results, that produced the lack of craving. You know, I'd hang out around some people that I know haven't smoked in 10, 15 years. They wouldn't even know that I was doing it. But I would purposely seek these people out and hang out with them to find out what created success from not smoking. So um, surround yourself with these people. There's a lot of them out there, believe me. Um, That's number 10. Number 11, write down their creative ideas. This is clutch. It's something that I'm not that great at. I am more of a digital person. So I'll, I'll create a note on my phone or I'll send an email to myself or a text to myself. Uh, but what I've really found uh, in looking at these successful, successful entrepreneurs, what I've really found is that they all do the same thing. They all carry a notepad or something around with them that they can write in. And they do it religiously. Not just sometimes, but every second that they have an idea, they're writing every time. And and that's really, you know, it kind of, I can touch on all the previous mentioned steps. Um, It's it's basically writing down, if you see uh, a solution to a challenge or an obstacle, it's continuously learning. Hey, I, I forgot. I got to learn about these steps to to building this trinket, or I've got to find this out, or I've got to get in touch with this person. Writing these things down make it concrete. Another thing is writing down goals. Writing down those goals. I suggest doing this once a week at least. Sometimes once a month, at least once a year. I like going back to my weekly goals and scratching them off the list. I love that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling of, man, look at all these things that I had that were challenges, that were obstacles, that were, you know, uphill battles, and I knocked them out. You know, that gives me, it it just encourages that creative force within me. It encourages the drive uh, to do more and and to get on it next week even harder. So, and then the things that I didn't hit, there's my concrete list. So I know exactly what to approach next week. I know exactly what I need to do for the start of this week or however it may apply. So definitely carry, st- carry a little notepad around with you. Um, my dad's great at this. He, he reminds me all the time, carry a notepad, write it down, write it down. You know, uh, that's definitely something that I uh, encourage you to do. That's st- step no- number 11. Step number 12, we're going to finish it out with this. Never stop creating. That is the ticket to it all. The second that you stop creating or the second that you stop dreaming or or thinking about where you could be in five years or a year or even six weeks, the second that you can't see that vision is the second that you become just mundane and routine and life drags. Life is a bummer. Life hurts, and it's painful to be in that position. If you're constantly redeveloping and creating yourself, and there's something that just magically happens. Um, today, I'm not very good at working out, but today, after I get off this, the show, I have a goal of uh, doing stair, what I call stair push-ups. So I start off on the top stair, 
do as many, do 10 push-ups, move to the next stair, do 10, next stair, do 10. And then I move my hands from outer all the way to inner to the point where I get down on the floor and I'm doing 10 push-ups. And it's painful, but I break through it and I know that it encourages, it increases endorphins in the brain and it gets me going for this day. So uh, it's a creative process. It's something that I dedicate my brain and my mind and my body to. Uh, to being more creative that day. So do things that inspire results. And one is never stop creating. Always be thinking about, well, how can I add to this? Or what can I do here? Or what is it that I, that I want to accomplish today as a creative endeavor? Write these things down. Uh, they're beautiful. They turn out to be beauty. It's, like, it's basically like you wrapping a little candy for yourself chucking it off to the side and a week later coming back at it and looking at it and, and going, wow, I'm creating something. I'm creating that. So I approach life like this. Creativity doesn't stop. It just keeps moving. And it's waiting for you to move with it. And everything that you do today, have that outlook. How can you adhere to that creative that that creative inside you what can you do today write something down today's creative challenge we do this at the end of every show the creative hour challenge today uh, is going to be take one of these steps that spoke to you today just one of these steps um, and put it into practice in your life and if you have any comments or you have any questions for me based on these steps or anything else, feel free to get in touch with us. We are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the creative hour. Uh, you can also go to the website where you can read about the 12 steps that we discussed today. You can also put, post up comments and questions there. Uh, other than that, you can also get to us at Twitter. Uh, I wasn't able to fit the E and the the on our Twitter account. So it's TH Creative Hour. So twitter.com forward slash TH Creative Hour. Feel free to get in touch with us. That's what social media platforms are built upon. And we will definitely get back in touch with you. We love the interaction. Give us any show ideas that you may have. Or if you have a particular person that you want to hear from that we can interview um, that's a very creative individual, love to do that. I love entertaining the, that idea. So we've got a lot of great shows for you this year. We've got a couple already uh, produced and ready to go. They're just uh, waiting in the wings for release. So stay tuned. You can also, please, I invite you right now, I'm inviting you, please subscribe to us. You can find us on Google Play if you have an Android phone. Just go to Google Play and, and search for The Creative Hour. You can also go to uh, iTunes. You can find us there. Please subscribe. Please listen. Uh, we've got a lot of great stuff and a lot of great tips and a lot of great life hacks that we're going to be throwing your way this year. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast because when you do, you'll be notified and alerted to what's coming next. We do have a very special guest on next week. JL Universe will be in the studio. We'll be discussing his musical history, what he's accomplished so far, and what's to come. You guys have a very creative day. Thank you for tuning in. Molecule.